Hello, I'm Tijani Musa. And I'm Yasmin Musa. And this is how we're doing it. Welcome to our How We're Doing It. Here we share stories about our journey and experiences of being first generation college graduates, our family, buying our first home, moving across the country, and living a debt free lifestyle. We do so in an authentic, fun, and educational way to help other first generation immigrants with similar paths. So, today on this episode, we are going to talk to you about what? Why we even started this podcast. I like that topic. Mm-hmm. This is called an introduction topic. So, what is your name <laughs> and uh, what's your family heritage? My name is Yasmin. Uh-huh. I am from Veracruz, Mexico. Okay. I was born there. All right. Um, and I lived there until I was about eight years old. Mm-hmm. And then my family came to the United States um, in 2001. Wow. 2001. Was that mm-hmm. before or after 9-11? It was right before 9-11. Um, my, uh, spring of 2001 is when my mom, my sister, and I came. My dad had been here since about 2000, a year before us. Okay. And the f- my first, I guess my first year in school here mm-hmm. was third grade. And I remember, this is wild. Okay. But Talk to me about it. <laughs> well, 9-11 happened and my teacher put the news on TV. Imagine if a parent did that nowadays. Oh, they're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't realize the impact that that was, you know, um, I was a child and, um, I didn't realize the magnitude of what that meant um, for the country or anything like that. But I remember my family in Mexico, my abuelitos were my grandparents. They were very scared and they told my mom, you need to come back, bring the kids. Like you guys should not be over there. It's not safe. Just come back home. Yeah, that makes sense. So you are from Veracruz, Mexico, and mm-hmm. uh, you came to the United States back in 2001, mm-hmm. and you resided where? I lived in Virginia. Um, we, I had an uncle who had settled in Virginia, and he's the one that helped get my dad over here. And my dad found work in Woodbridge, mm-hmm. and that's where we lived, Woodbridge, Manassas area. I went to Prince William County Schools, graduated from there, and then I stayed local. By going to George Mason. Okay. George Mason University. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. All right. Yeah. I like George Mason University. So tell me about yourself. Like what's your background, family, yeah. all that? Uh, that's a good question. Thank you very much. Um, I am originally from West Africa, Sierra Leone. It's a small country in West Africa. And uh, my family and I moved to the United States or immigrated here due to a horrific civil war that happened uh, back in the 90s. And uh, as, a, as a young boy growing up, uh, I experienced uh, firsthand the civil war that happened, devastated um, a whole country, displaced many, many, many people, killed, um, tortured, abused, uh, abducted uh, young children, uh, rape, all the negative thing associated with war. A young boy coming up, experienced some of those, and my family was fortunate uh, to immigrate to the United States 
through a refugee program initiated by my eldest brother who was residing in the United States at the time. And so we immigrated here 2005 and we went to Virginia as well. Uh, we've lived in Virginia since immigrating to the United States. I started life in Virginia in the middle school uh, grades and from middle school went to high school there, went to university in Virginia and uh, eventually graduated from also George Mason University. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty much how I became. Mm-hmm. That's how we met. It's in, you know, at George Mason. We were both identified um, by the Early Identification Program, right. which is a program that's run through George Mason University, where they identify first-generation students that uh, look like they have the potential to go to college. Yeah. And we were identified, what, as like eighth graders? Yep. <laughs> yep. Back in the days. Back, way back in the day. Um, and I, I think EIP was the reason, you know, why I was so successful in high school. Yeah, And absolutely. even as a college student. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know... It was through the program that we met too, because mm-hmm. you, you know, we were, we were technically in each other's lives yeah. since middle school, right. but we didn't really know each other. Like I knew yeah. of you, I knew you were an EIP student, but I didn't know you. Right. Are you calling EIP a matchmaker? I, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> so it helped you with a degree, and then also it helped connected us. You could say that. Sure. Okay. All right. Sure. Let's put in a plug for EIP. Then. <laughs> if, if that's what it did for us, you know, EIP, you know, guided us through uh, uh, formative years of uh, middle school to high school with mentorship and everything like that all the way through college. So they provided us resources we needed as first generations. Uh, what does the term first generation mean to you? Oh, first in the family to do everything. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I'm, I, I always like to say I'm first for everything. First to go to high school, first to go to college, yeah. first to get my master's, all the things I feel like. What 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 does being first as something mean? Like experience wise, how, how is it? Is you it- don't have anybody guiding you. Yeah. You got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Like, for example, when trying to navigate graduating high school and transitioning to college. Yeah. it's a lot of decisions you're making Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the process of applying for financial aid, the process of even your college applications. Yeah. Those are things that mom and dad for me were not able to help me Yeah, because that's not something that they experienced. And Mm -hmm. so they expected me to know what to do, but I'm just, I was just a teenager. Yeah. I was trying to go to college, but I didn't really know how I was going to get there. Yeah. And that's where EIP came in and really helped mold me mm-hmm. and helped um, with the financial aid applications, with the college applications, with all the things, really. Yeah, definitely. EIP filled in uh, the gap that that was that was absent mm-hmm. uh, for us because we wanted to go to college. We had the, the aspirations, the ambition, the goals. We were working hard, the work ethic and everything like that to go to college. But the question was, how do we get to college? And how do you pay for it? Oh, yes. How do you pay for it? Yeah. How did EIP help you? He, well, EIP provided me the same, similar resources as well. Mentorship, you know, guidance, um, 
throughout the college process and everything like that, even took us on field trips and everything. Mm. Um, um, zero cost from me. All I had to do was just show, show up. up. Yeah. yeah. So, and then also when I got accepted to George Mason University, they also um, provided me opportunities to apply for scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get the EIP scholarship, but they they connected me with resources to help me uh, apply for scholarships that I ended up winning and uh, helped me pay for my university. Yeah, it was the same thing for me. I was awarded not an EIP scholarship, but it was Bailey Family Foundation, Yeah, which was through EIP. Yeah. And they basically helped cover like half of my tuition. Yeah. And the, and then it was it was renewed renewal. Yeah. What is it? You can renew it? Yeah. What's, what's the correct term? Yeah, re- renewal. It was every yeah, every I year. A, every year I could yeah. renew. Yeah. And it would be the same thing. Yeah. So that was for all four years. Yeah, that's that's the best type of scholarship or grant, the one that renews. Yeah. Um, either you get like a huge amount of scholarship upfront and it doesn't renew, or you get like a lump sum, um, be it I don't know ten thousand, five thousand. Mm-hmm. But if it's renewal, it's gonna stick with you throughout. Throughout. It's yeah. it's amazing. That's so, good. Yeah. So basically, this is an introductory uh, uh, episode, right? It, it's a uh, basically we we wanted the listeners to get to know who we are and the voices behind how we're doing it, and we want the listeners to know our background story. Uh, you and I met through the early identification program at George Mason University in Fairfax, and uh, through that we got to know each other. And one thing led to the other. Um, we ended up getting married in 2019. And um, we've, we've been married for about now over four years, going into five years. Mm-hmm. And then we have a daughter who is two years old. Yes. And uh, so you have a master's degree. I have a master's degree. You have a master's degree in uh, education, special, uh, education. special education, focusing specifically on Visual impairments. Student with visual impairments. That's awesome. And I have a master's degree in public health, uh, MPH, uh, epidemiology. So this is our story. And we worked very hard to to get to where we are right now. Um, we started out, you can say that we started out zero. All right. We immigrated from our respective countries, came to this country uh, to start life. And with very little guidance, and we've been able to utilize the resources around us, support system, people around us, uh, mentors, and uh, basically capitalize on those resources to work hard and get to where we are. And so, and then uh, we thought about the idea of, you can say that, this is uh, values that are instilled upon us by the early, early identification program or any other mentors that we've had growing up. To When you learn something and uh, you get uh, to a place in your life and you feel like you have enough experience that somebody else can benefit from it, we want to look back and be able to share that experience, be it knowledge, be it resources, so that we can impact the next person. And that's the essence of this podcast. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. When you pitched the idea to me, you were like, look, this is 
everything we've done. This is how much we've grown. Now let's talk about it. Yeah. Because a lot of times, as being the first generation person, mm-hmm. right? Like right. student, whatever you want to put after. Right. Being the first generation individual, you don't really have anyone guiding you there. Some some of these topics are not topics that are commonly talked about in no. our communities, right? We're not no. talking that much about money now i feel like there's a little bit more awareness even than yeah. before yeah but you know it's it's topics that you're not really discussing sometimes with family members or with friends so right. you pitch the idea as, as in hey this is what we've done this is how far we've come why not share our story with others maybe mm-hmm. people out there can benefit and no you know i feel like in all of it you you instilled in me that at the end of the day, like we're just sharing our story and how this process has been for us, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody's yeah. story and everything is different, but we're just mm-hmm. sharing how it's working for us and really how we're doing it. Right, exactly. And uh, the goal is, even if it's one person that listens to it and they find value in it and they, they think it benefits them, that's the goal. And uh, people ask all the time, so who is your audience? The audience is me and you. yeah the audience is me and you so this is information that we wish we knew coming up and uh, to some extent you could make the argument that this is information that we've learned through different people different experiences uh different mentorship programs and we just want to share it and we just think about it you know if we want we want this we were literally this like years ago and so now we're just looking back to share these experiences. We want to share experiences around how we got married uh, pretty much without taking a loan. You want, want to share that experience. Want to share experiences on the importance of having life insurance. Um, we want to share experiences, the importance of getting out of debt. We want to share experiences, the importance of going to college. And how do you do, how do, you do that? How do you go to college without taking too much debt. We want to share experiences on how to live a lifestyle of uh, debt-free lifestyle, not taking consumer debt, as you call it. You know, these are all experiences. We want to ex- share experiences of how being new parents, being immigrant parents in the United States, what that looks like, being young parents. How do how do you navigate those different things? How do you balance your life, parenting, working, and then also. <laughs> home life yeah being being a being a spouse to to your partner in a healthy way so there are a bunch of different topics different areas that we would like to go into in this podcast and so we wanted to do this introduction so that the 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 listener get to know who we are and then hopefully along the way we also get to know who the listeners are so that they can recommend or suggest different topics that they like to hear that we can also cover if we have expertise on if we don't have expertise on a particular issue we'll do our due diligence or research to make sure that we we have vast enough into it before we cover it yeah so that's that's pretty much what this podcast is about it's it's that's why we titled it we it, it's intentional that we called it how we're doing, how it. We're doing it because yeah. we're sharing things that we, we're currently doing or things that we've done in retrospect and mm-hmm. and ensure that we We've done it or we're going to do it. And that's the things that we share. So and I think it's just about like, like the biggest thing for us is just being honest, raw. Right. And 
just being ourselves. Right. This is who we are. This is, you know, our marriage. When we sit here and share our story, like this is how it's happening. We're not sugarcoating anything. We're not. Yeah, it's raw. No script. <laughs> yeah, there's no script. We don't have anything in front of us. Maybe just like bullet points of right. you know, ideas you want to touch on. Right. But nothing where you wrote out exactly no. word for word what we're going to say because there's no such thing. No. No, because because life doesn't have a book. Not at all. <laughs> so, None of these topics have. Yeah. Uh, people a, write a book. Yeah, people write all they can, but a handbook. We yeah. Say. Yeah, people can write all they they can about different topics and everything like that, but the real experience is living it, mm-hmm. <laughs> lived experience, and uh, sometimes the book may have it in theory, but in practical terms, it's different application. Yeah. So anything else before we wrap up this episode? I just hope, you know, that our listeners, if they can take away at least one thing, you know, from one of our episodes, I think I think that'll make me happy. That's awesome. And we're going to leave it right there. Thank you for listening to another episode of How We're Doing It. This is the introductory episode. We want to hear from you. Contact us at hwdipodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment. If you like the show, consider subscribing in order to get notified of new episodes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Take care, Mama. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.